Hello and welcome to this episode of Beef Tips and Gravy. I'm John Houston, Director of Business Services for Protrition Feed, and I'm excited to be standing here at the Middle Tennessee Research and Education Center at the Heifer Development uh, campus uh, for that facility, and I'm proud to have with me uh, Hugh Moorhead that works here at the facility, also Kevin Thompson, which is the director of the Middle Tennessee Research and Education uh, Center, and also Charlie Snogner, who is also the day-to-day -day, uh, manager of this Heifer Development Center. Uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for being a part uh, of this uh, video. Uh, we thought it was important to talk about, uh, as we continue our series on beef cattle to talk about stress and how we handle cattle and should handle cattle in a low stress environment. And one of the things the Heifer Development Center spent a lot of time doing since its inception, gentlemen, is thinking about uh, handling cattle in a low stress uh, situation. So, uh, um, Hugh, I just wanted to start out with you just a little bit because you were here uh, when all this came about uh, several years ago and, and uh, co-op was... Uh, able to be a part uh, of the early development of this center and, and talk to us just a little bit about uh, all the equipment that's here uh, from a cattle uh, handling and working uh, uh, situation and, and kind of how the metal fabrication plant at Co-op worked with you to do that. So. Well, we were scheduled to take cattle on October the 15th, and they showed up here about the week before, and we were still putting panels together the day before, and uh, but they fell in and, and, and really helped us get the thing where we could start off on the right foot. Um, they also provided every uh, piece of equipment that's in this barn and worked really well with us in figuring out how to set up the pens where, we could, where the cattle would flow. Uh, correctly and, and without stress on them and us. Um, we utilize a bud box system instead of a sweep tub, um, and they were very helpful in, in setting that up and getting it in, in the right position to work for the driving the cattle down the chute, and uh, we really appreciate all the help that they gave us in so, the early days. So, Hugh, I know over the years uh, uh, there's not been a lot of changes in the way that the flow and the way that the thing, so, so it must be working. I know every time yes, I've been here, it looks the same. So, yes, sir. We've uh, only but, bent one panel in the whole <laughs> seven and, years. I only had to replace one panel. So. And, and I will uh, go on that there was one adjustment that Kevin reminded me about uh, off camera. Uh, you know, uh, one of the things that, that works really well at the Middle Tennessee uh, Research and Education Center is is uh, working with horses. Yes. And uh, I know uh, a lot of facilities, uh, uh, research facilities, are using horses mm -hmm. now. And, and uh, as you can tell uh, in our video here, uh, uh, Kevin has a little bit of a uh, hide advantage on yeah. all the rest yeah. of us here. But when he's on a horse, that makes it a little different uh, story, too. So you did make some adjustments to raise uh, some of the panels so that we could uh, use horses yeah, in this sir, facility. So. The, the fabrication folks came, and, and we knocked it out in about two days and uh, worked from daylight to dark and Amen. got that done and uh, made things a whole lot easier and able to use the horse and save these old legs and steps. <laughs> Real good. So, so uh, uh, Charlie, as I uh, talked to you just a moment about, uh, I know in another video we talked about uh, low stress and kind of some of the things that that uh, you do here from day to day. Uh, but but when uh, when you're here, just remind folks. I know we talked about it on another segment, but just remind folks how important it is and how much effort you put 
toward low stress and and not really uh you know screaming and, and hollering and beating and banging and that type of absolutely thing. absolutely the animals can get just as worked up and just as hot and just as tired as we can when when we get frustrated with them dealing with them if they don't want to do what we want to do mm-hmm. they they can get just as stressed out as we are and the easier we can make it working on them the easier they're going to make it on us That's right. in the long run absolutely and it could mean the difference in a conception and a non-conception. Exactly. You know? That's right. So, so uh, what we're going to do is, uh, we're, uh, uh, Kevin, I think you can, you're going to take us through how you do it here. And, uh, you know, really, I would say uh, as producers that we take note because uh, certainly uh, uh, the way it's done here uh, is, in fact, uh, uh can be duplicated at the farm. And so uh, that's the whole point. Mm -hmm. And so uh, if we can uh, uh, handle our cattle a little easier at the farm, uh, and and before we start, Kevin, I'll just make mention of the uh, Ag Enhancement Program through the Department of Agriculture. It's been a great program for many, many years to provide uh, this type of equipment Mm -hmm. uh, to producers uh, and and, uh, through... uh, uh, that program, uh, it, it, there's an educational component, which, uh, you know, the University of Tennessee through our extension service is very much involved in. Uh, but, but there, there is a way, uh, in our state, uh, for producers to, to have the facilities they need, uh, to reduce the stress, yeah. when, uh, not only on the cattle, but on, on That's the right. cattlemen Absolutely. as well. So, uh, Kevin, if you'll take us through. Yeah. Uh, and let us see how you do it here, uh, then uh, we would be very much appreciative. Absolutely. We'll kind of verbalize it, and later I think we'll have the opportunity for you to, to follow us through with the set of heifers through this facility. And, and as, as Hugh mentioned, as Charlie mentioned, as, and as John uh, has mentioned, stress can, can have a negative impact on many things within the beef production industry, but that also bleeds over into to the producer's health, right? And the first objective is is safe handling for us, the handler. And, and if you think about it, within the, the beef cattle industry and agriculture in general, we're probably one of the only industries in the world uh, that have the five-year-old great-grandson out there with the 90-year-old great-grandfather, right? And every family member in between. And those injuries tend to hap- happen to those, those kids that are younger and those grandparents and great-grandparents that are older. So if we manage our cattle in a low-stress way and have good facilities, we reduce injury and harm uh, to, to us as family members, and we have a better time and a more enjoyable time uh, handling our cattle. But another thing that that does for us, whenever we handle cattle in a low-stress manner, it makes it more enjoyable. And if it's more enjoyable, we're going to take the opportunity to gather our cattle more often because it's not a stress, it's not a chore, and that gives us the opportunity to participate in added value programs like that three-month vaccination program that we should all be doing with our calves, Uh, pregnancy examination, pre-weaning vaccinations, artificial insemination and estra synchronization programs that give us the opportunity to add value uh, to the end product uh, that we're producing. Another thing is is making sure uh, that we, we understand how to handle gates. Uh, if we handle gates to where we're not clanging and making a lot of noise, the cow are going to handle better and it's going to be safer for us when we lock our elbows. If a cow actually bumps into it, we're not going to have to go to the emergency room and let everybody else finish uh, handling the cattle. 
Uh, but just taking uh, cattle through a system, positioning ourselves as the handler in the right spot allows the cattle to know the direction that, that they prefer to go around us. So it's in essence placing ourselves in a way that it makes the cattle feel like they understand and know uh, where they're going. Uh, so there's not a lot of a noise. Uh, there's not a lot of sticks. I don't think you'll see any sticks or whips or flags or rattle paddles uh, around here anywhere because those tend to to wind up as potential weapons if somebody loses their temper. Uh, and, and actually, they become a crutch, I think. Now, I don't always say people don't need to use those because some people get confidence from them, but really there's there's not a huge need uh, for that. If we If we establish within our herd uh, that low stress mannerism. Now, does it happen overnight? No, we have to work with our cattle. And one thing that Charlie mentioned earlier, that's probably the most important thing that we can do uh, in gaining that additive, positive behavioral impact in our herd is just to be around them on a daily basis, truly without expecting anything from them. And then they, they, they realize that we are the dominant uh, individual within that herd, not from a fear perspective, but from a stewardship perspective, and they're used to us. And then whenever uh, we want them to move, we place ourselves in the right position uh, uh, to direct them. As we mentioned earlier, uh, in one of the most important things in handling stress and reducing stress in the livestock that we're handling is to have good facilities, good gates, good panels, and good pens, because that will actually reduce stress in livestock because they know they can't jump over that gate. They know they can't run through that panel. They know they can't walk through uh, that fence. So that all of a sudden takes away an escape desire and option for them. And then they start paying more attention to the handler. And another thing that does, that gives the handler a higher degree of confidence that he or she uh, is going to be safe. Because first and foremost, there's two things that are of utmost importance. That safety to the handler ourselves and safety to the animal uh, that we are caretakers of and provide stewardship for. Uh, so that's, that's something that's extremely important. It's something that's been extremely valuable. Tennessee Farmers Cooperative and the fabrication department came and helped us design this facility and really fabricated all of this equipment, the gates and the pins and the panels, and helped us design the bud box system uh, that we utilize. And that's what we're going to do now. We're going to go in and take a set of these heifers out and just walk you through uh, the system. It's a 12-foot alley system so that we can handle cattle on foot or we can ha handle cattle on horseback. Uh, and, and take them through that 12-foot alley into the bud box and then from the bud box into uh, the single-file alley. And one of the first things that we always want to think about is knowing how many of, of what class of cattle that we're working with. And these are replacement heifers that we're working with today. It's our spring uh, class that are currently hopefully bred now or getting bred by the cleanup bull. So they're weighing a thousand pounds, maybe even some of them 1,100 pounds. The four will fit comfortably into the single file alley that we're taking. But remember congestion. It's just like being on an interstate. If you're in heavy traffic, your stress level goes up, right? Well, it's no different than working with livestock. If they get congested and crowded, their stress level goes up. They look for ways to escape, and then that can bring harm to them and to the handler. So knowing that this system will handle five uh, or six head, we're just going to take three to make sure that we don't overcrowd uh, the cattle that we're working with. So we're just going to step into this pen, and we're going to try to do it in a manner where the, the cattle aren't alarmed. 
and we're just gonna try to sort three out. And what we wanna do is use that flight zone and think about utilizing the shoulder as the point of pivot and getting these cattle hopefully to come out one at a time so that we can better control the speed uh, with which they move, which also helps from a stress reduction standpoint. So we've got one and just utilize her shoulder to help her go forward. And now she's gonna act as a draw for the second heifer that comes out. So there's three heifers uh, that we've got out so that we know they'll comfortably fit into the pen that we're taking these heifers to. And I would say that that is the greatest, uh, there's more error made in taking too many cattle to small confined areas uh, from the standpoint of animal injury, uh, human injury, and just stress. Uh, so we, we want to avoid overcrowding uh, as much as we can. So we're just moving these cattle down a 12 foot alley. We're allowing them to find their way by just adding pressure. Whenever they start moving, we'll reduce that pressure a little bit to control their speed. And then we simply walk up and the key to the bud box design is the gate that closes behind them that actually will in turn direct them to the single file alley that's behind us. So natural instinct for cattle is to move forward until they can't go any further. And when they can't go any further, they want to turn and go back the way they came. And that's why the bud box design works. And it was created by Bud Williams many years ago. And it's one of the tools that we have found is so, so, has been so, so impactful on reducing stress and handling cattle because it gives them natural flow. So what we do, we close the gate behind them whenever they enter this bud box design, which is just simply uh, a, a square or a rectangular sh rectangular chute made of, of straight panels with 90 degree turns. It'll fit and adapt to most any barn scenario that's in, that, that are on most farms. So it's really easy to, desi to, to design and very low cost. So they've come in, they've stopped, we've shut the gate behind them, we've opened the access gate or the rolling block panel to the single file alley, now it's up to us as handlers to position ourselves in a way that the cattle will walk around us and find what is the escape, and that's the single file alley. So we just simply come to the, the, the near side of the panel and position ourselves to where the cattle move away. And that's at the far side and turn their heads and then they'll naturally flow towards the opening. And then we just simply position ourselves to where they move in. And I'll add a little pressure as we go. And if they stop, uh, we'll just wait and add a little pressure. And it's really about pressure and release and not getting too excited. Now, one of the biggest mistakes that people make, whenever those heifers stopped, they'll start, uh, as my grandfather would have said, start hooting and hollering or start screaming or had a, a paddle, a rattle paddle and started shaking it or a flag and, and started flagging it. Well, what that does, that causes stress in the animal because they, they didn't go in before. Now they're getting too much pressure from behind. Typically what 
that will elicit is a turn towards you and a run past you. So what I did was basically step forward to add a little more pressure and then reduced that pressure. That allowed them the opportunity to think and then to move forward. Uh, and, and really that's, that's, uh, that's a perfect example of low stress handling. So one thing that we, that we really again want to emphasize is, is, is are that gates are so important. It keeps cattle confined when we don't want them to go forward. It keeps cattle confined when we don't want them to go backwards. And it also, when they see something open, they know that that's the way for them to go. And again, we just want to utilize that pivot point, which is their shoulder. We walk behind the shoulder, that makes her move forward. And I don't really even have to touch her uh, to get her to do that. Now we have this heifer confined. Many people will have a weight scale right here prior to uh, the squeeze chute, and if we've handled cattle in a low stress way, you see how calm she stands. And then she can be weighed without a lot of different movements and things that lets those scales uh, settle quicker. And then, then we can advance the heifer forward uh, to the squeeze chute. And we simply see that we open that gate, it gives them the opportunity, if she doesn't move, Hugh walks behind her shoulder, she moves forward uh, into the chute, So you notice that this this heifer uh, now is confined in, in a in a in a foremost squeeze chute, and we have not touched her uh, with with any paddle or, or stick or flag or our hands uh, from the beginning of the the holding area in the back all the way around through the bud box down the single file alley and into the chute, and she's really maintained a very calm demeanor uh, in disposition so that the, the animal health protocol that we're gonna be conducting or the reproductive uh, protocol such as artificial insemination that we're gonna be doing has the best chance for success because we've reduced one factor that we can control and that's stress. So I wanna uh, thank you and Kevin and Charlie for being with us this evening and certainly appreciate the opportunity to talk about low stress Absolutely. cattle handling, a beautiful facility, a beautiful day to be here. And also tell our audience that if you have questions about any of the equipment, uh, you can see your folks at your local farmers co-op. Thank you for joining us this evening.